This podcast episode is brought to you by Alpha Affiliates. Alpha Affiliates are an industry-leading iGaming advertiser with a portfolio of 13 diverse and unique brands for affiliates to promote. Since its launch in 2012, Alpha Affiliates has continued to expand into new markets, working with over 15,000 affiliate partners across 38 countries worldwide. Alpha Affiliates is on a mission to become a world-leading affiliate program. Join their affiliate program and earn up to 50% revenue share commission today. Turn your marketing expertise into profit at alpha-affiliates.com. You're listening to the Affiliate Marketing Podcast, brought to you by affiversemedia.com the chapter and verse of everything you need to know about running a successful affiliate program for your business. This is a podcast for digital and affiliate marketers, publishers, networks, agencies, and MarTech providers who operate, support, or manage affiliate marketing programs around the globe. If you want to launch, scale, and grow a successful affiliate marketing program, you're in the right place. In this podcast, you'll learn how affiliate and partner marketing is constantly changing and tune in to industry experts who are getting behind our mic to share tactical insights and practical knowledge to help your affiliate program grow. Here, you'll discover what's new and trending in affiliate and performance marketing how to run your affiliate program successfully and gain industry insights from experts and practitioners from around the globe. The truth is, you simply won't find this information anywhere else. Now here's your award-winning affiliate and performance marketing host, an industry veteran, your affiliate marketing guide, and the founder of Affiverse, Leanne Johnston. Welcome to this week's Affiliate Marketing Podcast with me, Leanne Johnston. And joining me is Jenny Gonzalez, an online marketing veteran, industry CEO and entrepreneur, and basically an affiliate OG who's been around for pretty much as long as what I have. And I'm super excited to have you here today, Jenny. Thanks so much for joining me. Thank you so much for having me. I honestly, a pleasure. Thank you so much. So let's kick off this week's episode with just talking a little bit about you and your backstory, how you got into the industry, because I think that's probably one of the best places to start. But also you've had such an interesting in like intro into the industry and you've built your career successfully, you know, in the affiliate space. So let's start off with your backstory, because I think that's the best place to begin. All right. That sounds good. So I'm originally from Venezuela and usually when we finish high school, we tend to do a year abroad to learn a language, which for me was English. And so when I was 16, I left Venezuela to do that gap year, learn English, and I went to the States. But also this align with some political things that happened about 20 some years ago. And after that first year, I ended up pretty much deciding to stay abroad and not going back to my country. So originally I wanted to be an ambassador okay. and I had all these like crazy dreams. And then I realized that one, my political views were not aligned with everything that was going down with my country. And also I was not nearly as connected as I needed to be an ambassador. So I became a snowboarder and I studied. Eventually I moved to Europe in like 2006 
And I was working as an executive assistant at this office. And there was this guy, this mysterious guy, whose job nobody understood, but seemed to have the time of his life. And I was like, I don't know what he does, but that is exactly what I want to do. He just had like the best time. He was really smart and like he traveled for work and he did this like full thing. And I made a lot of money for the company and pretty much like he just had so much freedom. And I worked out that he was the affiliate manager for the company. He ran the affiliate program and I was so fascinated by whatever it was that he did. And I started like, I decided to teach myself how to be him. And I started like doing lots of research. We're talking 20 years ago, not a lot of information online. There was no forums. There was none of that. Or the forums that were there were very advanced. Like there was nothing for newbies. So I started doing like Google AdWords courses. They like just teaching myself how the internet worked. Yeah. And little by little, I started like going into new opportunities. Like I ended up being a, an affiliate manager. I took over somebody else's job just because I had like a tiny fraction of affiliates and went to my first conference and little by little, I went through pretty much every single position there is. And I worked my way from executive assistant to CEO over 10 years. And I just want to like tell anybody listening to this podcast, you know, people look at me and you in the industry and they go, wow, you know, you've learned such a lot, but we literally had to teach ourselves affiliate marketing. And actually, it's still very much the case today. You come into this industry as an affiliate manager, you maybe, you know, fall into it by accident when you were a student, then you were a snowboarder, and then all of a sudden you started teaching yourself how to be an affiliate manager. But the real beauty of this industry is that you can, from an affiliate executive or affiliate management role, get all the way up to CEO role, which is what both of us have done. So if there's really a great opportunity for people to come into this industry and to really like grab hold of knowledge, knowledge is power and really like build a successful career for yourselves. Because if you're really good at building relationships, this industry is for you. Like it's still very much built on relationships. But even as you said, 20 years ago, when you were coming into the space, there was no knowledge, there was no information. So you literally had to learn from somebody else that you saw doing the job, or you had to kind of get back to grassroots levels and, and kind of start your career again. I mean, when I started the industry, I had a very successful career as a head of marketing for a financial services company. And then I took a total 360 and kind of or 180, whatever you want to call it, and went into affiliate marketing and started my entire career again. But it took me on such a different road and discovery that it just kept me entertained and kept me amused. And I mean, you and I have both spoken about this before we got on the podcast as well, that you're not, your learning never stops. Never. I always compare it to being a doctor. And I know like it's not the same thing, but I always compare it to being a doctor. Like you have to be up to date with the information all the time. It's like you never stop studying. You never stop like seeking like knowledge, like new techniques and everything. And as long as you have the capacity to teach yourself the discipline, to research, to be, you have to have passion for this because it's not easy. Like a lot of people look at social media and look at online marketers and they're, like, they're living the life. All they do is travel the world, party, hang out with each other and make money. What most people don't realize is how much work it takes to get to this point. 
So I want to talk about that because you talk about hustle. Like you talk about hustle a lot. And I want you to actually describe what that hustle has been for the last 10 years, because people listening to this podcast, they're either new into the industry or they're looking to level up and get to the next part of their career. But how do you actually hustle to get from affiliate account manager to CEO in a space of very short time? I mean, you know, 10, 12 years career spans, it's kind of nothing if you start in, in basic corporate, but in our industry, it moves really fast. You know, if you've got three to five years experience. It can move fast. Doesn't necessarily have to move fast. I feel that I made this happen. It was no coincidence. I had a plan when I started to have every two years a promotion, either vertically or laterally. But my point was every two years, I had to be one step up from what I was before. And also that didn't just happen. I needed to be willing to work harder, put in more hours, study more, and literally go the extra mile every single day. So when I usually explain this to people, I say I had no life for 10 years. Like I sacrificed friendships. I sacrificed like personal relationships. Didn't start a family when I was supposed to start it. All of this. So I could focus on a super fast career ramp up. And that was a personal choice. And I'm super happy I did it. But it's not just like as easy as it seems. But if you're willing to, there is like you will do it. There is absolutely every chance that if you put your heart into it, you will accomplish it. So let me ask you this, like how much, because people often ask me this, how much information do you read in a day to keep your skills level at the top of the game? Like, and and your skills level really is at the top of the game. You know, you run two businesses and we'll get into that in a minute, but like how much of your day daily time goes into kind of skills development, you know, reading lots of information to understand how that's panning out and, and kind of future forward thinking. What percentage of your day gets spent on kind of learning? It kind of like depends on the day. If the, like something crazy has happened and I have to dive into it. But at any given point, not only am I studying to improve my skills, like my technical skills and like my online marketer yeah. skills, but I'm deeply fascinated by humans. And I'm constantly mm. reading about psychology and about personal growth and trying to understand what makes humans tick. I love brainstorming. Like I, in this industry, there are such interesting people. So whenever yeah. I can, I love talking to people about what's happening and where they think the industry is going and what the particular vertical like has going on. It's just like knowing what people are up to and why and what's coming. So I would say like most of my day is dedicated to that. And I would say maybe 30, 40% is the actual running of the businesses. The doing. Yeah. And that means that you've obviously got a great team. So let's talk a little bit about what Rock Ahead and Fast Media do um, and the services that you deliver in the industry and, you know, how, how you got to this point, because you started out as a snowboarder. You sacrificed 10 years to learn everything that you could about affiliate marketing. But what does your business do and who do you help today? All right. So Rock Ahead is a performance marketing network. And what we do, we are right in the middle in between the advertisers and the publishers. We're the technology, we are the relationship. We try to add value by building technology and helping with our own like experience because we've all been around for so long. And what we're trying to do is be the person we wish we would have had when we started. 
And I think that that's that only comes with hindsight, right? Because you've you kind of walked the walk and you've talked the talk. So I wanted to get into some of the content that we spoke about. So, you know, what does it take to actually have someone find traffic nowadays? Because that's obviously like your bread and butter is finding new publishers, getting new traffic on board. So talk to me about the whole traffic space right now, because it seems to be a little bit concerning about, you know, especially with cookie deprecation falling away. But like, what's your viewpoint on the industry right now? And, and in terms of traffic sellers and providers, where's this going? I think we're like in a super interesting point because you always hear like content is king, traffic is king and forever. And now depending on the vertical, it's become acquisition costs and everything has become so intricate that the lines have blurred. Publishers are now advertisers. Advertisers are also publishers. Like everyone is trying to do whatever they can to make sure that they have the most like optimal setup to be able to afford the acquisition costs and to be profitable. So I think there is more collaboration coming up, coming our way. I think, and I love collaboration. I think there is money and space for everyone, right? Because we don't all do exactly the same thing. And if you're really smart, you're going to figure out what is it that somebody else does that could potentially help me and how can I help them? Like, how can we be better together? And that's something that, I don't know, 15 years ago was I mean, just because of the competitive nature of finding new traffic sources and then kind of honing those traffic sources in from the advertiser's perspective, the fact that you mentioned collaboration is actually very interesting to me because we've been talking about advertisers opening up and giving data transparency and actually working collaboratively with partners for so many years which seems kind of obvious, but yet it hasn't happened yet. So it's interesting to me that you think we're on the cusp of that actually really opening up. It's not 100% opening up. I was an advertiser for a long time. So I understand the advertiser side. I became an affiliate after being an advertiser. And now I'm right in the middle. I understand both sides and I understand what it takes. And I try to have like a huge amount of empathy for both sides. But now it's becoming, it's not just finding traffic, but finding good traffic. It's not just finding affiliates, but finding affiliates that understand the game, that understand you do need to make a profit in order to be able to pay them what they're making, like more business savvy people. Before it was like the wild west for the longest time. The internet was the wild west. And now we're getting more sophisticated and more professional and people are running numbers and they're forecasting and running KPIs because in order to make this sustainable, even as an affiliate, you have to make sure your advertiser is taken care of. This is true. And where are some of the places that you're looking for new traffic sources that are maybe a little bit kind of left field and not, you know, the standard Google search and SEO and all of those types of things. Like, are you finding value sources everywhere and anywhere? And are you going to multiple no, events? I travel for a living. Uh, I am very into the face-to-face, -face, understanding what people do, understanding what makes them tick and understanding if in fact I am the right solution for them. Because once I start working with my traffic sources, I don't want to work with everyone. I have zero interest in working with everyone. I want to work with smart people that know what they're doing and they want to scale. Like I want those guys that are capable of scaling up to whom I can provide help and like kind of like a consultancy and help them optimize their setup, like pretty much clean up 
their traffic sources and just go to the right places. Like you don't want to like spray and pray. And in order to make that happen, it's all relationship building. It's creating trust. See, I love the fact that you've said that. I absolutely love the fact that you said that because a lot of affiliate managers that are trained, they'll come in and they'll go, oh, we need to find new affiliates. We need to find new affiliates. And you've actually just dispelled that right now by saying you want to work with people that are super smart, that are super savvy, that know how to actually bring traffic on board and optimize traffic. And then you want to help them to actually, you know, make that bigger, like make that whole source a little bit bigger. What do you think the driving forces behind the industry's growth right now as you see it? Because you come from multiple different verticals and, and maybe you could just share the verticals that you've worked in as well so that people get the context of like the experience that you've had in this industry. But what do you think the driving forces behind the industry's growth right now? I think humans, us as humans, we're changing. Our nature is changing. We're seeking more freedom. We're seeking like kind of living life by our own terms and the regular like work model, the corporate model has stopped working for a lot of people, especially after COVID, especially after being home and working remotely and realizing that maybe perhaps you could in fact be more productive working from home and like running your own business and pretty much opening like a lot of people open themselves up to the internet. People that were like not early adopters, like a little laggy. So I think there is a lot of growth in the industry from people seeking a change. And very clever people from multiple different industries. I mean, I spoke to an affiliate the other day. He used to be an engineer. I was an engineer. I spoke to another one at IGB recently who was a financial accountant and decided that he actually worked for an affiliate and saw the money coming into the business and went, what is this? Like, I need to go and explore it. And now, you know, he's become an affiliate. So I think you're 100% correct. I think our culture has shifted. And with that culture shift, people want freedom. And the internet does give you that. It does give you the opportunity to create a business, to work remotely, to kind of build relationships. But I think the thing is that you do need to have a good persona. You need to want to be with people to be in this industry. It's not just all numbers and kind of number crunching. I was actually talking about this with someone and I was like, it depends. It depends. I know affiliates that honestly do not care much for the human race. Like they just like don't care about socializing and they are extremely successful. This is an industry to be an affiliate manager, you have to like people like to be in the advertiser side. You have to like, like people and be approachable, but to be an affiliate, you just have to be smart. You have to be clever, want to solve problems and kind of like not be afraid to take like calculated risks and try to figure stuff out before everybody else does. It doesn't, you don't necessarily have to be like sociable. So what are some of the, like, what are the three tips that you can give people tuning into this podcast today about building successful relationships. What three things have really helped you to build successful affiliate relationships in your career? I always treat people how I would like to be treated. Like everything is so basic, but so true. Your reputation is your biggest asset. The biggest asset you will ever build is your reputation. So no matter who you work for, no matter what the deal is, no matter what the situation, make sure that you are the with the choices that you make and proud of the choices you make long-term because people will forget who you work for. They will forget the deal, but they will remember how you made them feel. So I think that is extremely important. Be true to yourself. And then I think, remember that people do business with people. 
no matter the business, no matter anything, figure out who you're talking to, figure out what is it that is important to them and then find a way to solve that problem for them. And then you will have business. I love that quote. I'm actually going to like make a snippet of that quote because you're right. People do buy people and they do resonate with people. And the one thing that affiliate managers always forget is that they want to be offering something all the time instead of actually listening to what the affiliate actually needs or wants or is struggling with. Because often if you can solve that problem, you actually build the rapport with the affiliate a lot quicker and you get the loyalty a lot quicker and the trust built a lot quicker. Now you focused on developing tech and, and you spoke a little bit about, you know, how you want to be in between the two parties and, and solving those problems. And you spoke to me a little bit about the sort of cascading features that you've developed to solve affiliate and advertiser problems. So talk to us a little bit about how that came about and kind of why you delved a little bit deeper into the tech side more recently. Oh, interesting. So I wasn't originally a tech person. I was afraid of anything that had to do with like anything that wasn't like social, like anything that had to do with math and like tech just sounded scary. But when I started in the industry, I ended up in roles where I didn't have unlimited budget. Most of the times when I was starting out, I didn't have a team. So I had to become the tech person. I had to become the coder. I had to become the secretary. I had to become the CEO, like all these things. Also being a girl didn't help. So if you want to be respected and like taken seriously, a lot of the times you have to like show that you know what you're doing. And sometimes that you know more than the person that's talking to you. So yes, it takes a little more work. It takes a little more studying but it's so rewarding because you can be talking deep API integration or Kardashians, like whatever you have to have range. You have to, well, you have to adapt to whoever you're talking to, right? Some people are want a more lighthearted conversation and you like, that's fine. And you need to be social for that. But some people want like straight up business and like actually dive into like the details and you need to be able to hang in there as well. And I think that's so important that we realize that you need to have range because you're talking to like a vast range of people. So you yourself needs to need to be able to adapt to whoever it is that you're talking to and their needs. It's not about you. It's about them. Mm. I love that. It's not about you. It's about them. Remember that guys. It's true. I was talking to my sister and she's like, okay, in your career, what do you think helped you the most? And I said, being a bartender. When I was a snowboarder, that's how I made money, bartending. And I think everyone should be in the service industry. Because once you go into your career, you can never forget you're always providing a service. I don't care if you are the like junior affiliate manager of the CEO, you are providing a service. Don't ever forget who your customer is. I love that. You're very service driven. So the tech, going back to the tech, because we kind of went off topic a little bit there. What I did, like learning about the tech and learning about how things worked, it was like, you know, I don't have to pay more. Like even as an advertiser, I was like, I don't have to pay more. I just have to make sure that they make more money. How do we do that? Okay. There are several things like helping with the monetization of like my own affiliates traffic that can convert with me, helping divert that traffic in order for me to cherry pick. I have to make sure that I'm finding a home for every single person, for every single click. So yes, I do get to keep the traffic that I want, 
But in exchange, I have to help them make the most out of that traffic. So what we did as a business was build technology that help us divert that traffic wherever it needed to go. So we have some advertisers that are spectacular and they are amazing, but we don't want them to take all the traffic. We want them to take the traffic that is profitable for them. So that's going to keep the advertiser happy. But how do I keep my affiliate happy? Well, finding a home for every single click that will make them the most. So what we did was develop technology that analyzes like the click, the device, the geo, the offer, like how many times a user has already converted in similar offers, like, and never sending them to the same offer twice and like when to sell the click, when to monetize the click on performance. So that's what we did originally for online dating, which was my bread and butter until I opened the network. But I think everyone started in online dating and because it's been around for so long, it's an evergreen niche and human companionship is something that we'll never like stop wanting to have. A lot of people in the industry tend to start in dating and slowly work their way wherever they want to be. But because it's so competitive, it's so fierce, like profit margins are tiny. If you are in the online dating industry, you tend to be super open to collaboration, open to optimization, open to like a clever turnaround, whatever it is that can help you get that tiny edge. Cause this is like compiling 1%. Like you have to get a little bit here, a little bit there. And that is what makes your competitive edge. It's extremely hard to have a similar service because they're all very similar that has like that much more profit than your competitor. But you know, the one thing that I think we can learn from the online dating industry and guys, if you're working in other industries, this is a really good thing to go and have a look at is the doubling down on niches because online dating is so broad and so competitive. And there's been so many successful brands that have doubled down on tiny little like customer segments and then really gone hard and kind of, you know, like built communities around them. And for some of the competitive guys that are here listening into this, it doesn't matter whether you're in travel or e-commerce or gaming, dating, whatever it is. That was a very successful marketing strategy. And, you know, that then led to the kind of doubling down on margins and finding the little, you know, 1% here and there that actually make you more profitable than your competitors. So I think go and have a look at the dating industry if you haven't looked at it yet and you are still fairly new into the digital marketing space because you'll be able to learn about things like how they position their products, how they market their messaging, how they retain their customers, how they, you know, kind of really do the full funnel service for clients. And even if you, like my advice is, even if you're not dating, sign up to an online dating platform so you can see how they market to their customers. Like everything is just like, because it's very aggressive. And I read this book like a long time ago and I always talk about it. It's called Copy. And it explains how you should look at other industries, how you should look at like other services and apply what you like, find the things that make you tick and apply that to your own business. So I'm constantly, whenever, like I'm, a, I think I'm a good marketer because I'm, I'm a great customer. I am a sucker. I will buy anything. Even if I know I'm just being marketed to, I'm like, you know what? I appreciate that. Like, I like how you did it. Yeah. So I'm going to go ahead and buy it. You're a TikTok shopper's dream client. That's what you are. <laughs> Surprisingly, I don't buy a lot on TikTok because I do a lot of research and I do a lot of like into what I want to buy. 
But I appreciate like a good selling technique. Even when people that are trying to get me as a lead, I analyze like their email strategy. I analyze like how they go and find me in different social media and like they build that relationship online. All of this does not go unnoticed. So all these little things as a, if you're running a business, fine. What is it that you like that somebody else is doing and see if you can apply that to your own business. Like that gives you the edge. But make it authentic to you. Make it authentic to you because that will give you the edge. What lessons can you share with our audience, both affiliates and affiliate program managers, to get ahead of this current competitive landscape that we're working in? I mean, I know you're kind of looking at AI. You're looking at how all of these things tie together into the tech. What are some of the things that you would want to leave people listening to this podcast with this week to go and explore or take a closer look at that maybe they haven't seen in their peripheral vision? Find out what makes you smile in the morning. If you're extremely passionate about what you don't have to do, what everybody else is doing, find out what is it that you can be really good at. It doesn't feel like work that it just like, it's bigger than you. You have to do it because it makes you so happy. And then figure out how to get really good at that. Figure out technology, figure out relationships, figure out what is it that you need to get in the competitive age. As long as you're doing something that you love. Because that's when you get really good at something. Ultimately, you don't have to be good at everything. You don't have to be like ahead of anybody else with tech, with everything. Like not all of us are going to have to be like AI wizards. Like, yes, it's going to help us. Ultimately, it is that own like drive that is going to give you the edge, that is going to make you have the discipline to get up in the morning, to study, to deal with the things that are not great. Because like, let's... Be serious. As much as I love online marketing, there are things that you're like, find out what is it that makes you so happy that you don't mind dealing with the things that you don't like as much. And then figure out a whole structure to focus on what is it that you're very good at. And then everything else, like the edge just comes. Sky's the limit. I have to agree that you do get to a point in your career where you start to want to specialize in something. Like when you're young and you're coming into the industry, you're going to do a little bit of everything because that's how you need to get started. You need to build that foundation. But I think that we're moving to a point where affiliate managers are going to become specialists. You know, there'll be a traditional, uh, you know, SEO, PPC type affiliate manager. There's going to be alternative sources of traffic affiliate manager. There's going to be an affiliate manager that's really deep into AI and technology stack type partners. So find what you love and build that into your career and actually follow that path. It's going to pay you back over time and you'll stay engaged in this industry and you won't flip out of it. Analytical affiliate managers, there are some affiliate managers are wizards with numbers and they will identify trends that nobody else has seen, Like, but they have to love it. They have to love that little bit that gives them the edge. You don't have to be like the biggest networker. You don't have to be the biggest techie. You don't have to be anything. Be you. Find out what makes you squeeze it to the end because the more authentic that you are, the better that you will come across and your vibe does attract your tribe. Like you will resonate with the people that want to work with someone like you. And I think making money, like there's always makes ways to make money. But if you find out what is it that makes you tick and what is it that makes like people around you tick, that's when magic happens. hundred percent agree. 
All right. So what upcoming events are you going to be attending that you can re recommend to others? Because I know you travel an insane amount, even more than what I do, which is already insane. But you're out there at all of these events. You're out there meeting people. What are some of the big ones that are coming up for you in this quarter? So this quarter, I have, there's an event here in Portugal that I go to every year. And then there is another one in Dubai. And I think the one in Dubai, they're doing like two big events together. I think it's like Affiliate World and Sigma, they're combining, which is like, it's so much easier for all of us that travel. And so I will be going to that. I do a lot of public speaking. So I'm already aligning all my engagements for the year. I will be speaking in Afterverse. And for people, yes. So for people that don't have, traveling is expensive. And I get it. When you're starting out as an affiliate manager, most companies won't want to like fly you all over the place. As an affiliate, it's like very spending to go part of this, like looking for information, go to online events. Like there is amazing, like amazing information being shared and you don't have to leave the comfort of your home. If you cannot afford it, like the thousands that it costs to travel for sure, attend online events, like make it happen. Like there is no right formula. Also, if you don't like people, this events are overwhelming. <laughs> yeah, they can be. I mean, I walked into quite a big event last week and I was like, wow, there's a lot of people here, you know, like where do I begin? So if you don't have the budget to travel, do you get to Amplify Summit this year? We've got some amazing speakers. You'll keep on learning. I mean, I'm just, I'm thrilled that so many people want to come and share their knowledge because that there really is few places where you can go pick up a lot of stuff in one place without having to like search through the ethernet for it. So really guys get yourself registered for Amplify and come and listen to more of what Jenny's got to offer. Last but not least, I know me too, me too. I know. I love it. I love it. Last but not least, as this industry matures, how do you think affiliates, operators, advertisers, networks, everybody in the ecosystem should be pivoting to add value to each other moving forward? Find out what you're good at. You don't have to do everything. If I'm good at something and you're good at something else, and we start collaborating. That's it. Like, I don't like that little percentage that I'm going to be giving to you for doing it on my behalf. I more than pay for because you're very good at what you do. And it would take me years to get to your level of expertise. So advertisers can find their own traffic sources. Yes. They can do their own media buying, but someone that has been doing that for 10 years, guess what? they're going to have a lot more tricks under their sleeve. You're always going to have an edge. So I think collaboration is ultimately the place where magic happens. Just find out what you're good at and find out, like discover what other people are good at. Get creative and find a way where everyone can make money together. Love that. It's a fantastic way to wrap up this episode. So thank you so much for being on the podcast with me and sharing your journey through affiliate marketing in multiple different verticals, giving us some amazing value bomb pieces of advice, which hopefully we're going to create loads of snippets on and for coming along to share and present some of the things that you're seeing and hearing and experiencing in affiliate marketing at our upcoming Amplify Summit. Jenny, it's been a pleasure to have you on the episode this week and thank you so much for your time. Thank you. Once 
to amplify your affiliate program performance? The Amplify Summit is the only affiliate marketing event you need to attend to stay ahead of affiliate trends in 2024. You'll get no sales pitches, just honest advice and answers from industry experts to the questions that you have about affiliate program marketing. Get ready to save the date in your diary as we bring you the biggest and best Amplify Summit yet. Taking place on the 19th and 20th of March, 2024, we'll be giving you the inside scoop on how to amplify your affiliate program and partner performance. Plus, book an on-demand ticket for £49 and you'll gain exclusive access to masterclasses, personal group coaching sessions, and all-important Ask Me Anything sessions with real live industry experts who will show and tell you how to implement new tactics that drive consistent results. Get your ticket to join us at Amplify now. Visit affiversemedia.com and click the button marked Amplify Summit to register. That's a wrap for this week's Affiliate Marketing Podcast. If you're loving what we're putting down, why not head over to Apple iTunes and give us a five-star review? Make sure to subscribe to our podcast and our YouTube channel so you never miss another insightful episode or one of our free webinars ever again. Tune in next week for more digital affiliate marketing insights, trends, tips, and content to keep your affiliate and performance marketing fresh and your partners driving consistent sales.